0: Welcome to the Get More Success Show. He's a guy who never measured a man's success by the size of his wallet. Mm, let's get ready to rumble! It's showtime. Showtime.
1: Showtime. It's showtime. Showtime! Let's go!
0: And now, here is your host, Warwick Merry.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Get More Success Show. Now, today, you've got to keep this magnificent imagination and think in images because I have with us this... uh, I'm actually going to call him celebrity photographer, uh, but he does more than just celebrities, Andre Elhay. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure to be here. Now, I started by calling you a celebrity photographer, but you've actually done so much more. You have a depth of work. Um, But I noticed that you were the official... Arnold Schwarzenegger
0: photographer <laughs> yes I was uh well actually that was a bit of a career highlight actually so uh, I I uh ended up shooting him a couple of years ago when he came for uh one of his his inspirational tours and he was out at Doherty's and uh, it was a great moment for you know people to get on stage uh have a photo with him and uh that's about it really that's all they really got (laughs) Uh, then they got to hear and speak which was was pretty awesome right so uh, but it was uh, uh, a big moment for me because I I was shooting him and literally I I was looking through my camera shooting these people coming up one after the other and thinking to to myself having this surreal experience going hello you're shooting Arnold Schwarzenegger (laughs) this is quite strange <laughs> <laughs> had you said you know six months last month 12 months ago would i be doing this Ah, uh, no yeah so it was a, yeah, an absolute cracker so so
1: how do you because from my understanding in that instance it's pretty much the person works on stage you take a photo with the two of you and then they're off that's it like there's three seconds yeah so you got three so because my thing's always when you look at photographers what if you stuff it up like how do you how do you perform under that kind of pressure
0: yeah uh well that that was probably one of the sort of more high-pressure situations, and uh, and in fact I can tell you how it goes because it did actually happen because we're halfway through and there's like I don't know 250 people getting that uh, shot, and halfway through uh, the camera froze, and I th- I think mainly because it was just being fried yeah. you know because it was just one after the other and it's being cooked, and the the camera stopped and I've just looked down and I've gone oh my god, and there's Arnie and he's going just do it <laughs> and I thought I swear I was in a movie yeah, and he was I need to get to the chopper and uh, just shoot me no uh, and so I just turned to my um, my assistant and she had the same uh, camera setup as me so I just grabbed the body off her camera and uh, within 30 seconds I was just you know shooting again yeah. so and it's such a surreal experience that in a way, you can't—you don't panic because it's not really happening, yeah. except that it was. <laughs> uh, so, so, but yeah, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, but I mean, it was—it was quite a interesting situation. And also, because when the, the first person comes up, they're paying like almost eight hundred dollars for that three seconds to be up there, mm. and uh, they only got one shot. So if you blinked, uh, yeah, that, that was it. And one guy did. Oh no. And I wasn't allowed to take more than one shot because when we started shooting, it was, um, okay, one, two, three, shoot. And only uh, just said after the first shot doing that, normal one, two, three. I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so was like, okay. that's hilarious. So yeah, a very funny experience. Wow. Yeah.
1: Um, and so that must, like, does that happen also with, uh, do you do weddings? Like have you done... Uh, yeah, I used to do a fair few weddings. Not these days. They're very rare. Because they would be the same kind of pressure, wouldn't they, if you're trying to catch the action shots? Um, may, maybe not quite as intense, but...
0: You know. Yeah, there are a few key shots that you don't want to miss. Yeah. You know, and uh, I've, I've not missed, missed it, so it, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I th- yeah you, you really have to be concentrating and make sure your gear's working and have backup gear and uh, and that's good for uh, any situation. Just always be prepared yeah yeah yeah
1: um, Now, the question I asked uh, everyone who comes on the show is how do you define success so for you uh, in your life and your business, how do you define success
0: well uh, I certainly wouldn't say it was money uh, uh, but that that's kind of like a uh, perhaps a byproduct if you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, But for me, success is about balance. So balance being having enough work coming in that's paying well, that allows me to live, you know, live a a sustainable lifestyle uh, and pays the bills and with a bit left over and having the rest of the balance, which is to spend with my family and doing things that I want to do so uh, and that, in a way, is a lot harder to achieve, as you can possibly imagine. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, so so really, uh, I've, as a creative, because I see myself more as a creative rather than just a photographer, because I, I started out as a, uh, like, my, when I met my, my wife, I was a full-time jazz musician. So, yeah. Right. Uh, and i had a good, good living, good lifestyle, you know living in a little bachelor pad in St Kilda in Ackland Street, one bedroom flat you know it, it was uh it was it was awesome, you know, close to all the action, and I had lots of jazz musician friends living down the street in Ackland Street. Obviously, this is back in the day when you know musicians could actually afford to live yeah. in, in St Kilda <laughs> indeed not like now and then um, uh, so after that. You know, I ended up being a writer uh, working in advertising for about 10 years and then uh, got too old for advertising because uh, oh, actually there's, there's this great book uh, a Melbourne advertising creative wrote called uh, Fat 40 and Fired and basically, uh, you know, it's about working as a creative uh, in ad agencies in Melbourne and uh, you get to an age where you're just too wise and you cost a bit of money and all that sort of stuff. Uh, And then I became a photographer So it's having this idea of being a creative And being able to make a successful lifestyle out of that Which is uh, indeed a challenge Uh, And I think many creatives do struggle with that Because you can be a a fantastic artist But if you haven't got the marketing skills behind you You're not going to make it Equally said, if you're a great writer And nobody knows you're a great writer uh, And you write a great book And it sits in your desk or your mum reads it (laughs) well that's great but you know who you know if that's your if that's your motivation just to get it out okay good but if you're gonna make a living that's really really uh, uh, you really need to have your thinking cap on and
1: and you see that with creatives because they are and i suppose it's the extreme they're typically really good creatives they do some amazing stuff but they don't have that business side of things to market it to sell it to and because they frequently are very close to their product it becomes that oh but it's part of me so for me to charge a lot of money for it that doesn't seem right or yeah whatever so it can be a barrier for many creatives
0: yeah it's about placing value on what you do and i think because i was a jazz musician i um and I had to carve out a lifestyle uh, living out of it then you learn very quickly that you need to charge uh, a, a good rate and you need to to do that for a couple of reasons, obviously to to make a living, but also it's about how you're perceived. Because mm-hmm. if you're not perceived as professional, you're not going to get paid as a professional. So know, yeah, as your skills grow, you can increase your fees in no, in no matter what kind of artistic endeavour which you uh, which you follow. So obviously starting out in photography, you know you end up doing a lot of freebies just to start. But uh, it's when People start contacting you saying, "I've got this job. Uh, I'd like you to do it for me." And you say, "Sure." And the first question is, "Well, um, how much would it cost?" And depending on how you pitch your uh, your budget, then that's going to affect the way that they perceive you. Mm-hmm. And uh, depend. It also depends on the job too. I mean, you're going to make a lot of money, uh, better money, on some types of jobs than others you know when it comes to fashion work there's anyway there's less money to be made than say the commercial work the commercial work is where i'm finding i've got a lot lot of business growth because obviously people who are creating their own businesses need imagery either for themselves their own profiles or their products um and also for their websites and things like that so you need to have a profile and for me that's that's a massive growth area so uh it's about you know seeing where you know the the growth is and and capitalizing on it as well so mm. and that you know uh, when when I see uh, more consistency coming in those jobs, then I sort of I can see a pattern, and then I know it's also where to focus my efforts as well because it's about playing to your strengths and it's about uh, identifying those opportunities
1: so obviously you know you've you've, done, you've got a huge background in the creativity space. Where did you get the business knowledge? Like, you know, apart from starving and forcing yourself to charge more money, et cetera, did you actually study some of this business stuff? Did you, there are particular books or resources that really helped you move forward?
0: You know, it's funny. I, I think I've always, um, I've, I was just. I think I was just born like that. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, if I wanted something, I'd just go out and get it. And even when I was young, I, I would, you know, you know, when I grew up, you know uh, we, we didn't have a lot of money and if I wanted something I'd have to go out and earn some money to get it so it, if it meant that you know like we knew the people at the milk bar and they'd, they'd need the back of the milk bar sort of you know cleaned up where all the crates are and the rubbish and you know they would say to me do you want to earn five bucks go clean it up and I'd say no worries mm-hmm. I'd do it and then the milk bar, milk bar guy would end up you know saying to somebody else oh, I've Andre does this sort of thing, paying five bucks, and you come and do this. And it, I would go do it because I, I didn't have a lot of money and I wanted stuff. Yeah, and that's what you know kids want. Yeah. So, um, it, it, very you know, you just learn to to uh, push yourself, and uh, if you got you know if you if you've got some kind of goal to go for it. So, but I think I think it was pretty much uh, you know inbuilt from yeah. from the word go.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so for other creatives who are you know, getting it, because Winston Marsh, um, who's a great business uh, advisor and, and speaker, he once said that you've got to be a better marketer of what you do than a doer of what you do. You know, don't, don't get me wrong, you've still yeah. got to be good at what you do. Yeah. So what would your advice be to, to new creatives coming out there in terms of where can they hone some of their marketing skills or what should they do to get better at that?
0: Yeah, well... It, well, it's like saying there's you can have a a B class product with uh, a class marketing, but having an A class product with B class marketing yeah is is exactly the same as what you were, you were saying, and uh, it comes down to what your passion is, and it's about having a positive attitude uh and being persistent and professional yeah and they're all the peas there are a lot of peas <laughs> uh, and and you know, it's that persistence as well you can have a really thick skin and you have to believe in yourself that's the, if you don't believe that you're good at this how do you expect somebody else to believe um believe in you enough to actually pay you to come and do that for them so there is a really uh that's a pretty big foundation yeah
1: because i mean like the reality is there's a lot of musos out there. There's a lot of photographers out there, and no one wins a price war because there's always going to be someone cheaper. Particularly yep. if there's then new starting out or someone's you know part time. Oh, I could do photography. I hear photographers make lots of money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So to to have that faith in yourself and believe that you're worth that that price point um, that must be challenging at times.
0: Well, I think it it uh, it comes down to your network mm-hmm. and. Your ability to, to grow a network, and you can do that a number of ways. Some of it is through social media. Um, some of it is you know, through friends and, and you know, obviously people you, you know. Uh, but you have to get that message out there. You have to put it out there constantly. That's what I do. Yeah. And uh, like a law of attraction, what you put out is what you get back. And that comes down to your, to your branding as well. So whatever I put on my website is the type of work that I get back. So it's a complete mirror. Mm-hmm. So I have to be really careful what I put out there, you know, it's because if I put out work that I don't want, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like I'm kind of shooting myself in the foot. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, there's a lot of work that I do that you you will never see. Uh, but it, you know, it's uh, but people just contact me. Do you do X Y Z? And I can say, well, I can if you want me to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and I'll do it. And it's all about creating, you know, creating your brand. But networking is, um, and, uh, and loyalty uh, loyalty of your customers or your clients is uh, extremely important to ensuring that you've uh, got a business. Right,
1: so social media is a very visual media. So um, with the imagery that, that you're capturing, how important is it? Because you know, I know you've got a Pinterest page and an Instagram and Facebook and that sort of stuff. And Twitter. So, how important is social media as as a marketing arm for you?
0: Uh, well, it's kind of it's a necessary evil, you know, if you like. <laughs> uh, it's I basically built my built my business on it, right. and so much so that I really don't see. Well, I don't, there's no other uh, for a photographer. I mean, it's really the best way to you know to. To get work, I mean it costs you nothing because yeah. I don't advertise, you know, through Facebook. Cause yeah. I, it's really quite annoying. <laughs> um, and uh, once again, it comes down to reputation and people who who use you and they enjoy your experience. They're the ones who become your strongest marketers. And all my work comes through referrals. Right. And the benefit of doing that is that you attract more customers that were like the one you got mm-hmm. and they came to you in the first place because they relate to you in some way. So you end up bringing this, a very similar type of client wanting a very similar kind of work which you become very skilled at and get very well known for. Right. So uh, so recently a lot of my work has been uh, working for people in that entrepreneur field, uh, people building businesses uh, that... Uh, perhaps they're working with somebody like Colette worden who's a you know fantastic amazing uh you know mentor for female business entrepreneur entrepreneurs and does their styling and uh helps them you know really grow the, uh their brand as well mm-hmm. and of course, you know once you get a makeover and uh, a whole new look, the first thing you're gonna need is new photos and so you know we work together to do that sort of thing right and uh People who are in that sort of area tend to hang out with similar people, and they say, "Oh, wow, well, you should get Andre to do the yeah, photos." Or yeah, they yeah. say, "Who did your photos?" And then, uh, and then I also say, "Well, you also know, it also pays to get in an amazing stylist like uh, Colette or get some you know, amazing makeup done and hair and makeup done as well, and that sort of stuff." So that's a, but it's a team effort. It's certainly a, a massive team effort. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, what is
1: your your pref- your preferred uh, well well, form of work I suppose because you still you still play music yeah
0: yeah not as much as what I used to yep um, and I, I, I do I do struggle with that <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah it's 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 making a comeback which is good yeah great yeah so uh, so I mean the preferred work uh, I really enjoy the you know my photography but you know being a being a musician, you know, you as you would know, once it's in there, it never goes away. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> There's always got to be another gig coming up soon. Yes, there always is. Yeah. It's always There's always one in the works. So. <laughs> Uh, and, yeah, quite, I mean, there are always opportunities to play, but I quite often can't get there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, playing with bands like Claymore and things like that, uh, you know, they play festivals and, you know, pub gigs. And so when I can, I, you know, I get out with those guys. And we did a gig a couple of weeks ago at the uh, Spotted Mallard. And, yeah, that was an absolute hoot. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll be back doing that again soon, so, which would be great.
1: So so when I look at some of your imagery, um, you, you've done stuff like magazine covers, uh, events, as you were saying, doing headshots and imagery for, for entrepreneurs, um, celebrities, there's a couple of Olympians that you've been taking some in- imagery of, uh, models, uh, fashion shoots, that kind of stuff. Yeah. What makes, what makes a good shoot for you? Like, Because um, you've got to pick the right person in the right environment with the right lighting and the right... You know, so what makes it a good shoot?
0: Uh, a good shoot for me is um, it's probably the culmination of something I've been thinking about for a very long time, and it takes a long setup. There's a very long setup involved, and it might be that uh, you know just finding that right person to do it. Having the opportunity, having the location, uh, having the clothes, having the yacht, you know, having the DB9, you know. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> I saw the yeah, DB9, oh, uh, that's great. Did you get to drive the DB9? No. Oh, that
0: is I support. did get to sit in it, though. Oh, there
1: you go. Almost <laughs> the James Bond. Well, like, cause that 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 begs the question. Who takes the photos of you? Like, you're busy taking photos of everybody else. You're like, here i yeah. the DB9. I want to get a shot of this and, you know.
0: Yeah, well, I, I think, you know, uh, this is part of, you know, part of success is the ability to attract people to come and work with you, who want to come and work with you and hang out and have some fun and really make something special. And uh, I do find there is a core group of people who are, who I, I get to do that with. And uh, yeah, so you know, so I have friends who are you know, great with cameras and mm-hmm. or they're, they're photographers themselves. You know, shoot the same cameras, and uh, I can just say, here do this, or they they'll they'll be helping with advice on lighting or uh, something like that, and. Uh, because I want those shots. They're awesome. You know,
1: of course, it's like you know you're doing some cool stuff and amazing yeah. setups. Like you know, seeing some of the beach shots that you've done and some of the other um, out in parks and stuff. There's some amazing setups and. I'm not a photographer. You know, I'm sort of pretty much get my, my phone and just point and click and hope the automatically everything gets looked yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the depth of feel that you've got and the colours and stuff, it's just phenomenal. Yeah. So, yeah, you'd want to like, oh, I want someone to take a photo of me in this with all this great setup.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got very good at doing selfies there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I, got some, yeah, I got some great ones with some... Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's funny because, you know, I end up doing these selfies and uh, some of them are just, you know well there's a couple of reasons to do them yeah one is okay so create the memory that i was here Mm. and but some of it is really just about saying this is what i'm doing um i'm busy uh and people are interested that that, uh some people get a bit jealous you know uh i try and do the jealous thing a bit you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah but generally having you know having a laugh yeah uh and I saw
1: there was one that you had a, you, there was a, I think you were at the races and there were, you were with a cardboard cut out of a celebrity or something.
0: Ah, oh, right. Uh, Oh, I on. did one with an Elvira. I did a cardboard cutout with Elvira once. <laughs> <laughs> it was a cardboard cutout of Elvira. Yeah, yeah, so, fantastic. Um, yeah, and you so did
1: um, Mike Brady up there because Ailey, I saw you had a, a yeah, with him. So he, for all our AFL fans, you'll know exactly who that is.
0: Yeah, well, I, I was shooting at the. There was a Norm Smith lunch uh, mm-hmm. at the end of. At, um, in that week before grand final last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they had you know uh you know people like you know Wayne Carey and uh Dermot Brereton and uh Jason Brown and all those guys mm. uh which is amazing that I can remember those names I'm really not that into forty which is uh in <laughs> fact I mean it was a room full of Northsmith- Smith medalists which is uh, extraordinary and um so they had Mike Brady you know come and sing and uh yeah he's a sensational man what a beautiful man oh you know?
1: and and he has done like there's so many advertising jingles that he's yeah. done like you know the you ought to be congratulated and and, and a few other ones that just yeah like, yeah that just stick in your mind and it's yeah. being behind them
0: and they're, they're the sort of people who i really love getting a selfie with i got, I got a great selfie with uh, doug walters you know the mm-hmm. cricketer. so uh you know for me you know, i grew up watching tv and so, so seeing him was like oh wow yeah. uh you know Awesome, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so I've really, I'm sort of taking them from my brother and you know, who, and my brothers who are you know, into cricket and yeah, like, yeah. "Look who I'm with." <laughs> is, is, is that um, that <laughs> jealousy thing again? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> you
1: missed out. Yeah. Hey, um. So speaking of family and and, and photos, uh, your daughter, you do some amazing photo setups with her. How how can any other parent compete with like? <laughs> look at these photos I've got. Like
0: yeah well you have to remember that's how i started i mean um uh when the was born I, bu- I bought a camera right i didn't know how to use it and if i look at my that first you know couple of weeks of photos you'll see some are in focus and some are not because <laughs> i didn't because you know i'm not, i wasn't the instructional manual uh you know reading type yeah and there is that little switch autofocus manual focus <laughs> Once I found that button, you know, things changed. You see, just go
1: for the blurry effect.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I just end up taking that many photos of of Allegra that, um, uh, that it ended up, you know, obviously it got better. and yeah. uh, But now she has to suffer <laughs> uh, because uh, when it comes to doing lighting tests and things like that, she is often... Uh, you know, bribed and coerced into doing that, and so okay, well, look, if we do this, or it's come down to okay, we have to go to another camera shop, and it's like, oh no, dad. <laughs> I said, but look, I promise you, I'll take you to Spotlight afterwards. You can buy as many beads as you like, and yeah, and yeah. wool, and you know, she loves arts and crafts, so, right? So the bribery and corruption is alive and well. Oh,
1: so, fantastic, yeah. But but you even do some they, they seem like some very serious setups with her in terms of costumes and. Positioning and and to get some really cool effects.
0: Yeah, well, it's well, it's it's kind of started because um, you know she has a, a great interest in in like Egyptology, and so she comes one of the school dress up days. You know, she gets dressed up as Cleopatra and and goes off to school. So it's not an opportunity i'm going to miss yeah, <laughs> so, for sure uh, so you yeah, i take a photo take a photo and then uh, while she's at school i you know i'll you know photoshop her into you know in front of the you know the, the pyramid pyramids or or um, you know on school holidays you know we decided that um, this is uh, a couple of years ago she was a bit more into model the pony then so you know i i take a photo of her on a stool in uh, in the studio, and um, then took a photo of her little tiny My Little Pony st- uh, toys, and got got the fan out, had a wind blowing through her hair, and made it look like she was flying uh, My Little Pony. You know, so yeah, I, yeah, probably I've probably gone a little bit over the top with her, but there you go. But now, <laughs> yes, yeah,
1: but it's like that becomes sort of um, playtime when you're hanging out with you with your daughter, anyway. Yeah, that's right. And for you, it's like, well, I can now learn a new skill set.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, I get to practice my retouching, you know. Yeah. So uh, and and it's funny because even just doing those things, people will see that and say and see an idea in there, and it will quite often generate work somehow. Mm. Uh, so it's 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 just one of those things where you end up constantly, you know, you put out work, and like I say, whatever you put out is what you get back. Yeah. So. Uh, Although it kind of looks like I'm just doing, fo- you know, photos of uh, like, I mean, obviously, I don't really put those out into my public uh, you know, profile, but you know, I think my private, you know, Facebook profile is about as big as my business one. So, and <laughs> you know, most of them are in there. So, yeah, I really have lost the concept of private profile. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. So. Uh,
1: Facebook and privacy are just—they not related in any shape, manner, or form. Yes,
0: yes. And I do get into trouble for that from my wife. So, uh,
1: <laughs> yes. let's, not, let's not tell her. Yes. Um, so, I suppose the question that the diehards want to know is, what's best, film or digital?
0: <laughs> uh, look, I'll always want to shoot film. Mm. Uh, can I always? No. Uh, might be for... There's a couple of reasons for that. Obviously, budget's one of them. Uh, but uh, sometimes just the lighting, you know... If, Low lighting is not so great for film. It gets really quite grainy if you push it. Um, but film will always have that um, beautiful colours and tones and it'll just render so much better. Right. Every time, every time. Some things are too sharp, by the way. I have to say, you know, we were just talking about this the other day, 4K. Yeah, everyone's talking about 4K video and 4K this and... Um, you know, super high definition you know, video, and a lot of people were going, Well, that's great. And I went to a JB and I just went past the TVs and started talking to this guy about it. And it, I said to him, Dude, that's too sharp. Yeah film it's like I'm used to looking at beautiful, soft, you know, lovely colours and nothing just hurt my eyes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's sort of it's, it's not real, like it's like it's so sharp that's not how the world sort of is.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah.
1: So what's next? So you've you've done your, your music you've done your working in in corporate and advertising, you've you've been this, you know, very successful photographer. And and I strongly encourage you, I'll put the link on, on the notes page, but I strongly encourage you go and have a look at some of Andre's photos. They are sensational. Um, there's a great cover shot you did for the French magazine with a beautiful red car. I think oh it's a yeah, it was, a, it was a Renault. A uh, Renault,
0: yeah, Renault Caravelle, 1962.
1: Oh, right it's there. just a great shot. So go and check those out. So, so what's next for you?
0: Uh, well, I'm stepping into the area of video. Um, it's uh, it seems like a natural progression for quite a few photographers, and because
1: um, the equipment's the same, a lot of the, a lot of the, the standard. Photo cameras actually shoot video now.
0: They do. They do. They shoot uh, 1080 high definition. Um, And so it came the opportunity last year that uh, I needed to buy a new backup camera. So instead of buying exactly the same of what I had, I bought another one which does uh, a much higher frame rate, which allows me to do slow motion a lot better and stuff like that. So um, so now I've started... um, I've got a, I currently got a project underway with uh, international violin sensation Patrick Roberts. Mm-hmm. So we're in production at the moment to do uh, uh, quite a few things actually, and uh, he's kind of in that Andre Andre Raouf sort of territory. Um, and man, he, he was like on you know Carols by Candlelight with the, uh, playing with Marina Pryor and stuff like that. He's, he's amazing profile you should check him out anyway so we're, we're doing a lot of things we're doing some he's got he's doing some new tunes uh so we're shooting some clips for him uh but having said that yeah okay you can just go by the camera so i very quickly found out uh, you know being a, a gear junkie uh, uh i've had to you know obviously extend the, the gear list slightly <laughs> so
1: um how much trouble do you get in from your wife and you go oh i've bought some, some more gear, gear darling, darling
0: yeah there is that <laughs> well, I read, I, there was this great picture on, on uh, I saw the other day and it was a picture of all these uh, Fender Telecasters and all sorts yeah, you know, yeah. different guitars but they're all the same colour turquoise <laughs> And the idea being that if if they're all the same colour, your wife won't be able to tell that you bought a new guitar. So black, By camera. know, black just a cameras, a camera, just another lens. You know. <laughs> no, no, she's she's on to me. Yeah. So when well, I've got new gear, she knows what's going on. So yeah. uh, I can't I can't really hide that one. So it's best to get that one out in the open. Right. And uh, yeah, yeah, gear is always. Uh, but yeah, this is this is obviously. Um, to help produce this new new video for, for Patrick. But also it sets me up for the rest of the year some other you know video productions, which I'm also already talking about with other people already who mm-hmm. I've said, this is what I'm doing. I've showed them examples of what I'm intending to do and the interest is already there. Yeah.
1: So And this gets back to what you're saying before, is that like you've got a very loyal client base yeah. and who are just like, wow, now that I can see you do this other stuff, I'll get you to do that as well.
0: Yeah, well, um, in advertising days, it's called organic growth. So with your existing clients, don't worry about getting new clients, you've already got a great client base mm. um, who already know you, love your product, and now you just, it's a value add. Here's something else I do, and uh, they'll quite often jump at it. Mm so it's uh the way forward, for yeah, sure,
1: fantastic so uh it sounds like on on so many levels that you're experiencing success in your, both your your work and your home life. what would be a couple of things that that if you could go back in time and and give yourself the lesson, you know this is what you should do or should have known well, way back when <laughs> what so what a couple of things that you know that you would say that you wish you knew earlier
0: i don't know if we've got enough time. <laughs> Seriously Uh, Like if I If I met myself You know 20 years ago uh, I seriously I don't think I would have Liked myself To be honest I would have seen myself I I have a very different um, Outlook These days And uh, I think I would have Said to myself To pull my head in (laughs) Um, Don't be so You know So egocentric And think of others A lot more Right Um, But I think back then I I still had that Push That drive So obviously That's 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 cool, but I would have said to be smarter about money, right much smarter about money
1: and is Uh, that in terms of don't Spend so much on frivolous things or buy better gear or invest better in
0: your business or yeah, just uh, invest something invest something uh, rather than you know spend frivolously you know, i did have a great time though
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey you're a jazz musician of course you did of
0: course yeah you did. Yeah. yeah well yeah because i was, I was chatting, to, chatting to this other photographer and uh, about it and we had this conversation about you know when yeah things are getting tight when you're, you're down to that last razor and you're thinking how long can i make this razor last <laughs> Um, Must be time for a beard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were just going, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's not a good time. <laughs>
1: fantastic. Hey, Andre, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been fantastic to speak with you. My pleasure, my pleasure. You've been listening to the Get More Success Show with Warwick Merry. We look forward to having you on the show next time. I'm going to edit this bit in. So, Andre, if people want to get in touch with you and find out more about what you do and have a look at some of your images, how can they get in touch with you?
0: Well, uh, the easiest way would be just to jump on the website, uh, which is www.elhay.co, and that's uh, C-O. And there's a contact area there. You can just get in touch. Or obviously, just Google me. Something will come up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not in the police wanted (laughs) section, hopefully, but there you go.
1: Yeah. Uh, and on that website also, you've, I think you've also got a lot of your social media contacts, so you can yep. jump on the, the Pinterests and uh, Instagrams and the Twitter and the Facebooks of the world. It's all there. Fantastic. All there. Thanks again for joining us, Andre. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Get More Success Show with Warwick Merry. Continue the conversation with other successful people over at getmoresuccess.com. That's where you'll find all the show notes as well as a link to our Facebook group that we'd love for you to join. Getmoresuccess.com is also where you'll find all the information you need to connect with me, your host, Warwick Merriam. Thanks for listening, and we hope you can get more success.